Hey everybody, Frank Finance here. Hope you're having a wonderful day. Today I wanna to go over my DCF model for AMC. I wanna talk about some of the inputs and what happens in some different scenarios and why I believe AMC at the end of it is overvalued. Before we jump into the DCF model, I wanna cover two things. One, the current stock price, and two, I wanna go over shares outstanding. So the first thing is the current share price. So over the last five years, we've seen that drop from 30 all the way down to two around the, the kind of peak of the pandemic. There was fears of bankruptcy. Now, in order to get out of that, there was a very, very high increase in shares outstanding. And you can see that in this um, document here, where basically they went from 117 million shares outstanding to 513. That's an incredible amount of share dilution, and we'll talk a little bit why that's important from a DCF perspective. Now, you can see the share price um, if you did buy it at $2, um, $2 a share, which is actually where I purchased it, sold it at five, didn't get that high of gains, but I did double my money on it. Um, the, the problem here is, is that when that share dilution happens, basically it makes it very, very difficult as we'll go into the DCF model to explain a little bit more clearly. Um, but the point is, is that they've been trading at these elevated levels all the way up high of $60 and where they're currently trading around $17 a share. So are they worth anywhere close to that? The straight answer is no, but let's go a little bit, a little bit deeper into this. All right. So I know I've said some mean things about AMC thus far, but if you still are on this video, I realize that most of the viewers for these videos that click on these things, they're looking for affirmation on a stock that they either own or things that they are considering buying or are on the fence or potentially buying the stock. Now, one of the things I do want to note here is, is that I'm going to start off from an optimistic standpoint on AMC. I'm going to consider more of the optimistic scenario and then work it way down to what I believe is the more realistic scenario for AMC. Now, Go ahead and start it off with some of the uh, with the with the end goal valuation. So the DCF I have for them is around nine dollars and ninety seven cents a share, and the EBITDA multiple again that's a negative forty seven forty six cents a share. We'll talk a little bit about this more, but again this number is going to go down as we get less less and less optimistic. So starting off with growth rate of hundred percent in twenty twenty two, this gets us back to where we were in twenty nine at the end of twenty nineteen. Um, and kind of rebaselines the company. This is uh, quite, this is possible, but I don't know if it's realistic for 2022. For 2023 and beyond, we're growing the company at 10% and we'll grow our revenue and EBITDA and free cash flow likewise. And for the full period, we'll discount that rate, we'll discount all the free cash flows back at 7%, which is extremely low. Um, we'll talk about that a little bit later. Long-term growth, we're gonna keep that at 5% which uh, when we look at the growth rates for, um, for AMC, that is in line with what they can do in a long-term perspective. And anything from a uh, large increase like that from a uh, revenue perspective is either gonna be dilutive or it's really gonna be negligible as it really won't bring in enough revenue. Again, this is a lower margin business from a free cash flow perspective. I don't think they're gonna really see any outsized returns based off of what they're doing when inside of the business. So another thing that we have to keep in mind here is that shares outstanding moved from 117 million up to 513 million and long-term debt is around $9.5 billion. That plays a heavy, heavy role in, in this whole valuation as well. So basically throughout the pandemic, AMC went out, issued lots of debt, issued lots of shares. And so we're kind of in this situation where it's very, very difficult for them to kind of pull themselves out of this 
based off the money that they're generating. We'll talk a little bit about that. So from EBITDA multiple perspective, we're trying to, we're saying that they're worth about 12 times their EBITDA. And that's why, um, you know, it's at worth 47. If you up that to 15, they get you about $4 a share. Again, very, very good companies would trade 20. So that gets you at $11.57. Just to keep in mind, Warner Bros. Discovery, the Warner Media business from AT&T, recently spun off and sold for about five to six times EBITDA. So uh, I think 12 is pretty optimistic in this scenario. It is a business in that general industry. It's um, They make movies. I know they own HBO Max and some other things. However, they make movies. AMC you know, shows movies. Um, Warner Media is a higher margin business. Also, they have a lot higher free cash flow, um, closer, I think, like $6 billion versus what do we got here? Um, you know, possibly 200 million, um, sorry, 600 billion compared to 200 million if they're able to recover back to their 2022 revenue. So all that being said is that's the optimistic scenario for AMC. So going into what I think is more likely for them, if we taper that down from 2023 to 2026 to 5%, again, I'm going to keep the 2022 at 100% to appease some people just to kind of get them back to where they are in 2019 to really illustrate the point that even if they get back to where they were, they are still, they put themselves so far behind by issuing debt and so many, so many new shares. It really does hurt the business. Um, they really, really need some really, really high growth drivers in order to really um, dig themselves out of that hole. And at this point, they're going to have to issue new equity in order to do any sort of acquisitions because their debt is is pretty out of control in in, in respect to how much they're making and, and uh, free cash flow wise. So another rant gone. Um, next one is uh, discount rate is about 7%. Now I think that is extremely low. We're going to up this to 10%. You could argue um, that needs to be closer to um, 12%. Um, I think debt is going to be very expensive for them, right? It's going to be pretty high. The equity is going to be fairly cheap for them, mainly because they've been issuing it like crazy and shareholders don't really seem to care. Um, but typically, your, your cost of equity is going to be a lot higher. So um, those things are a little bit out of whack. And in general, debt is getting more expensive. So the discount rate at 10%, I think is generous for them. Um, but, you know, I'm sure some people will, will gripe about that. I'm going to be nice and only put long-term growth at 4%. You could argue, generally, I put this at 3%. So with those things in mind, again, you can't change future you know, shares outstanding and you can't share change net debt. Um, that really does still get us at a discounted free cash flow model that projects them current value at negative $10.61. So basically they have negative, negative equity here. And so the point is, is that right now they're, they're, they're extremely overvalued and there's, there's, there's not much that AMC could do in order to be worth what they're trading at about $17. All right, so with all that being said, you can see that AMC is really overvalued based off of what their free cash flow is, what their EBITDA multiple is, and the main drivers behind that is one, their debt is fairly high for how much they're making, as well as the um, share dilution over the last couple years has really hurt them. And it's gonna take quite a bit in order from them from a growth perspective, as well as increasing their margins in order to really combat that. It's gonna be very difficult for them to pay off their debt. I mean. Sure, they'll be able to meet their debt obligations, I believe, 
And if they can't, as they've shown over the last year, they'll just raise equity in order to do it, which causes more share dilution, which just decreases the value of your shares from where they already are, where they're extremely overvalued already. So the point there is, is there's not a lot of value here for AMC. If you are a shareholder and you have already lost money, again, my opinion is you should cut your losses. This is not a stock I would recommend. This is a very uh, volatile stock. It doesn't really have any fundamentals. And I'm sure folks have said that before. However, now I've said my piece with it. Have a great day. If you like this type of content, please consider subscribing. I do videos on personal finance, investing, and stock analysis. My name is Frank, Frank Finance, out.